Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, blew my eyebrows off, we never saw the cat again, been into it ever since. <laughs> I did a bare 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. It's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Somehow they managed to get every creeping freak in the universe in this one plane. Coffee and a muffin. Okay, so I need to establish themes. Maybe banana. That's a good muffin. So just quiet down, my little one, and call me dad. Get some balloons and go to the puppet show. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. Pure, unadulterated... Rage. Well, they've been pitching a fit since you started talking shit about them. Reeds don't. I, I, they say, look, Auto started the beef. All right. <laughs> I merely added some cheese to it. <laughs> That's all I'm, all I'm hey, saying. Everybody knows a good conflict is just like loaded nachos. I haven't heard you on Twitter here lately. Bitch. That's true. Auto's been real quiet. He's like, I've been down here, fucker. <laughs> I can't afford my plan. Stuck down here. <laughs> Fucking can't yeah, get a needs, job. Who needs the tweet machine when you got uh, love making? <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, welcome to Caging Greatness. Yeah. The show where we discuss the films of Nicolas Cage roughly 49.83% of the time. Hey, we're, we're going up. We're getting that 50 range. We're getting up there. <laughs> One day, we'll be exactly no. on topic. We're, we're going to have to do some random bullshit here soon. Get those numbers back down. Yeah, thanks <laughs> to everybody for our summer of bullshit. <laughs> so, just like last summer. <laughs> I declare this the summer of bullshit! <laughs> Oh, we are very pleased that you joined us today, uh, and as always, it is us, your hosts, to my right, Jojo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jojo, yeah, we got to let him warm up, warm up a little bit, yeah. and sitting idle, so got to you know, it's just got one of those old-timey, like, Ford cranks from the 40s. We're going <laughs> to kick it. So we're just <laughs> yeah, we, 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 put, we put a little lever in their belly. See, <laughs> 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 see, now they're getting a little warmed up. Yeah, it's like, it's like, a, like a Martian from Mars Attacks. I'm like, to JoJo's right is Pat. Hello there, it is Pat. Yes, yes, it is. And Pat's rights canon. Uh, it is I, and I'm guarding my chest because I don't trust any of you. That's fair. Uh, Bang. Always make ah! uh, gotta guard oh, my your arms chest. Didn't block the bullet from my titty meat, and then my heart. Oh no! Pat <laughs> 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 actually what? just flicked my nipple, <laughs> and it's hard now. Damn it! You know it takes six seconds for a nipple to get hard after you flick it. I did not know that. Well, I, let's see that again in slow motion. Right, hold on, let's see. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Oh, there it goes. Right there. Right on the money. See? Every time. Everybody's going to try it now at home. Just wait. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fun science fact. You can try at home. Count. Tell me I'm wrong. So even though we watched a Cage movie, I'm sensing it's going to be a bullshit episode. I don't know. We're going to be guarding our chest, <laughs> flicking our chests while... Yeah. While guarding Tess. Yeah! yeah. 
because that is what we watched. It's yes. Nicolas Cage and Shirley MacLaine and then a bunch of other character actors that like we recognize four or five of. Yeah. yeah the, the, the great thing about the 90s is there are so many people that you vaguely recognize. Yep. Uh, so we watched Guarding Tess. That we did. Because... Why not? It's on the list. Hey, you're going to tell us we can? It's a Nicolas Cage show. I know. I think right? there are plenty of other things you can take umbrage with this program <laughs> before our choice of Cage. I mean, it does meet the criteria. Yeah. And you know what? It's a damn sight better than the last one we watched, which was Left Behind. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Very much so. That feels like it was weak. Well, it actually was weeks ago, but it feels even longer ago than it actually was. It's like... It's like I feel like we haven't done a show in like three weeks, but that's not right. Yeah, like we we were on a show last Friday, and and then also last Monday, and the Friday before that, and the Monday before that one. Hey, time makes hold of us all. <laughs> Flat circles. <laughs> I go. Well, what is what your nipples are before you flick them? <laughs> yes. Oh wait, it's soft again. Hold on. One, <laughs> two, three, four. Can I gonna need to maintain that? Oh, uh, I did it again. Six seconds. Maintain that for the next hour. Gone in six seconds. Ooh. Guarding <laughs> test. Guarding test, yes. <laughs> um <coughs> oh, boy. Tess, she is being guarded by yep. Nicolas Cage. Uh, all right, thanks for coming. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> That's the movie. Yeah, gone in sixty <laughs> seconds is like our new short form review series. Uh, this is just a Yadi version coming soon to TikTok. <laughs> So Guarding Tess is about Nicolas Cage as a Secret Service agent who has been assigned detail to a former first lady who is known to be ornery, cantankerous, unpleasant, and generally difficult. Yes. Uh, but she's a national treasure, and we know how Nick feels about those. <laughs> yeah, I'm hilarious. She belongs in a museum! <laughs> <laughs> they just put her in a glass box like Nancy Reagan's like cum stained. The dress. only way to help the country is to steal Tess. We have, we have uh, well, someone did. That is the plot. Someone did make off with wow. the with the uh, president's wife. So the plot, such as it is. So Nicholas Cage is forced by the president essentially to stay on the detail for tests. They don't like each other. And then they grow to like each other. And then she gets kidnapped. And then he rescues her. And that's the movie. That's that's the whole movie. It's mostly just character stuff, which I actually I really liked. So yeah. Uh, having explained literally the entire plot <laughs> of this 90-minute film from 1994, <coughs> let's do that thing we do. <laughs> and we will go around giving our scores and our brief reviews before discussing uh, probably the movie, but maybe whatever the hell else happens. Who knows? It's, it feels like one of those. There's not a lot to say. It's a little, it's a little loosey-goosey, as we say in the business. Yeah. Uh, so, Jojo, what'd you think? What was your rating? How you feeling? Did you like guarding Tess? Would you guard Tess? <laughs> oh, no. Gabba gabba gooba gabba. Gibba gabba gooba gabba. Gibba gabba gooba gabba. Three for out of five. Uh, no, no, no. Jojo went baby again. Oh no! All right, three out of five. Nice, Pat. Yes, hello, it's Pat. Let's Same see. question. Yes. Um. Gaga, goo, goo, giga, gaga. Uh oh, stinky. No. Um. <laughs> 
yeah, it was a, a quaint little movie. Um, nothing like super revelatory. It's, it's very, very 90s, not in like a, you know, a derogatory way. Just uh, there, there's, a, there's a lot about 90s movies that are, they, they were just seem to be made tailored for like a Sunday afternoon, just like sleepy afternoon. You just pop on an easy movie. And that's what this is. There's like, it's nothing, you know, <coughs> spectacular. But it's, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie either. It's just really simple and straightforward. Although <coughs> I was surprised to hear that it was only 90 minutes. Because, um, like, it's not super exciting. But, you know, I think Trill McClain did a great job. And Nick Cage is just a long suffering <laughs> detail manager for her uh, service crew. But, yeah, you know, not bad. Three out of five. Okay. Uh, I think breezy is a good way to describe it. Just a breezy movie. Sure. Okay. Canon. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, my first time seeing this movie. Um, again, um, like Pat said, this is one of the... Again, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but this is a very... It felt like a long 90 minutes. I don't know if that's pacing. We'll talk about it. But all the rapport that came out of it, uh, it was a slow burn, but I felt like it paid off in the end, at least. I, too, am sitting at about three out of five. Mm, Nice. Nice. Uh, Yeah, I, I feel like it felt like a long 90 minutes because the the actual quote unquote plot part of it started with like fifteen minutes left. Yeah, yeah. it's really like the last third that it really like kicks into like any urgency because like you said the the majority of the film is just sort of like character acting and like yeah. their sort of like rapport. So it makes and sense in a way. I'm a sucker for that sort of movie. Like one mm-hmm. of my favorites is Frost Nixon with uh, Michael Sheen and Frank Langella the best Skeletor. <laughs> it's just, I just like watching actors act and, and being interesting. So uh, for me, I, you know, I enjoy that sort of breezy nineties movie. It's nice to have something just throw on. It's like a comfort movie almost. So, you know, the tradition of me grading higher than the rest of you continues. I gave it a four out of five. Nice. I had a pleasant time. Uh, 10 out of 10 would watch again. Oh, nice. I say pleasant is a, an apt word. Yeah. <clears throat> right. It's just a just a fun, just a fun little ninety minute movie. It's like it's not. It's breezy. It's, yeah. it's easy to get into. No real stakes. No real pressure. I guess it may have felt a little longer because, like, there at least for me, there are a lot of scenes in this movie that felt like really quick, really choppy. You're in a lot of different places in a quick uh, amount of time. I, I would say. Mm-hmm. That really starts to come through maybe like halfway through the movie where like, you know, she's kind of like in a huff and she wants to shoo away the Secret Service and she wants to go to the mall on her own. And then the smash cut to her at the hospital because she makes like an offhanded reference about a medical condition. So for like that cut to happen so suddenly, it feels okay. It's like it's not out of nowhere, but still it's jarring. And then there's a couple other spots where it feels really sudden. Like with like the introduction, this little segment with her son trying to like do the shyster bit, like oh, uh, we'll yeah. have the first lady speaking on behalf of this grand new uh, retirement home, and she's just like, nah, son, that ain't happening. <laughs> so and that's not really referenced again, so it feels like just a weird aside. Yeah, and then and like later on in the in the the movie, you do see him again, like just you know 
cheesing it up like oh, i'm here with my mama but uh <clears throat> yeah i do get what you're saying i guess that uh, that was just to be like hey uh my, my son's just a, a greedy asshole yeah and that was the that was the point of that scene yeah, so. I, think, I think a lot of that was just trying to explain why tess is so ornery and cantankerous yeah because her husband who she loved but who was also uh not faithful died and then her kids suck and so she just sits in a room and now she's got a brain tumor too yeah <clears throat> which is you know why she latched on to somebody like nicholas cage's character who's just a good dude yeah and plus like when she, when she sort of like catered to hand and foot by her service detail and sort of just like do what she says you know without question the one person who sort of like pushes back some way <laughs> she's gonna you know oh someone you know you know kind of isn't just catering to me like i'm like talk to me like a person not just like oh i'm just a service that they're provided to so i could you know that that's sort of the, the the start of that relationship why she sort of fixates on him and why even when he wants to leave she's she puts it in motion that he comes back to join her detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love how quick and early you get that, too, in the beginning, because he is just so... Nicholas Cage's character, he's so happy to be done. He's like, Oop, I'm done. He's happy. He's smiling. He's telling everybody goodbye. And then he gets back to the head office, and they're like, yeah, uh, you got to go back. It's like, uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I will. I don't want to do three more minutes there, let alone three more years. No, no, there's no way. And then... Just shows back up. Everybody's like, "Hey, what happened there, bud?" Yes, literally the first scene is him leaving, thrilled. And the second scene is he's back. Man. It's immediate, and, and he was just like glad handing goodbye. It's like, "So long, everybody. It's a great time. I'll never see y'all again." And then, like, literally an hour later, he's just like kicking over chairs. Give me. It's like, what happened? Oh well, I, you gotta get the rest of your stuff. No, um, I'm back. Moving back in. Gabba giba gabba gooba, <laughs> and what? And I mean, what Tess wants, Tess gets. Yep. It's like it's like they, hell. Even the president is scared of her. The <laughs> <laughs> because like, well, in case it wasn't clear, the sitting president is not her husband. Yeah, she yeah. is like the the widower of the previous president. Like basically, the vice president took over after his sudden death. Mm-hmm. And, but so, but she's like this Jackie O level of like rep, reverence to like you know the. The populace, so like she's you know well regarded. So anything that's unbecoming, that kind of reflects poorly on them for like not taking care of like the, I guess the America's widow. Yeah, it's implied that it was uh, her endorsement that got him the presidency in the first place. So every so often, Nick Cage will get an angry phone call from the president. It's like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, what the fuck? All right, stop it. Thanks. Bye. Come have dinner. Yeah, yeah just the yo-yo is like, if you fucked this up, it is on the, the, the crumbling of a nation is on your neck, son. Also stop by the, the wife would love to see you. And I also love how the president just drops a little a nugget. It's just like, hey, look, it's like, we all know how she really is, but damn it, the woman's a national treasure, okay? Everyone loves her. So just keep it that way. It's <laughs> like, what I thought was just like, I guess funny to me, it's like how like familiarly Southern the, the vice president president seems to be like it has a certain cadence like that feels so like like next door mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah it was definitely like i feel like since it was 92 that would have been yeah clinton would have been elected by the time they were filming so 
Could have been uh, like just sort of a, a, a hint or take off of him since he is from Arkansas. Yeah. I was going to ask because, like, I'll say this was 94, but I noticed one, that fax that came out in 92. Was there any particular reason or? Uh, I mean. Probably started shooting in 92. Yeah, it, maybe, like it probably so. started filming in 92 and then released in 94. Yeah. Or that was when it was written. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I guess, enough space between current presidential affairs and, like, you know, it's contemporary enough. Yeah. It, it does feel like, since that's, like, before cell phones and really before the widespread popularity of the Internet, it feels like there's not going to be that big of a difference between life in early 94 versus life in late 92. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas these days... <laughs> Huh. <laughs> yeah, tell you if, what. If, a, if a movie about 2020 came out, it'd be a period piece. <laughs> uh huh. Love in the time of COVID. <laughs> Man, it's almost like I watched something like that not too long ago. <laughs> Spoilers. Something about a bubble, perhaps? <laughs> something about Pedro Pascal being chaotically horny. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. The uh, Tess's, uh, the actress, her name. What was her name? Shirley McLean. God, I, I know I've seen her in other things. She is fantastic. Oh, yeah, um, she's, yeah. she's great in this movie. Uh, oh, I'm looking at her uh, listing right here. I feel like I've seen postcards. What is that? I don't know. Noelle. Uh, oh, wait. She was in Bernie? Oh, she was in Bernie. I forgot about that movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she just... Uh, you learn right out the gate uh, how she operates. Anything she says goes, and and then uh, with Nicholas Cage's uh, character, he's just like, he's like, look, if I'm gonna have to be here, I'm gonna give you hell right back. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's like she wants to play golf, and then she like knocks one ball, <laughs> just knocks this one ball out into the fucking bush, and then. Throws another random ball on the ground and then knocks it out. And then you go, hey, could you please go get that ball for me? And he's like, I, uh, no, I'm not your caddy. <laughs> In fact, I think he like switched out with another uh, a Secret Service agent. You know what I'm going? I'm going up the hill. Just, just dips. It's like, it like, I will say that there, there is like an interesting aspect about movies I just never thought about. It's like, oh, yeah, former presidential uh people and their families they would be you know service like that yeah and just like it's like it's a, a little bit of an insight to a thing you never really think about so just like her living in this you no know, nice house and like with her armed security it's like okay that's an interesting thing i never thought to sit and think on so mm-hmm. that is a perspective that you don't really <clears throat> ever see so that, yeah. that it's unique in that regard yeah, no. It's a, it a fun movie, though. Yeah, yeah. No guns allowed. It's like it's like little hints uh, before you get like the full story, I suppose. Like he, everyone puts their gun on the table before they enter the room and whatnot. Because like when a gun enters a room, she just freaks the fuck out. She's like, like get out of here! Oh my god, get out of here! Yeah. I, at first, I thought like maybe her husband had been assassinated. That's why she hated the guns. But no, she had a heart attack. Yeah. So yeah, I guess she just hates guns. I mean, they are guns. Turns out it was actually a microscopic gun. <laughs> it was the it was a noisy cricket for men and black. Pew pew. Back and to the left. Back into the left. God. <laughs> just just a, just a draw on that one. 
It was just weird because, like, I don't know. It's like a few episodes back on Ah. It's like everyone's talking about all the fucking movies that they watched in in school, and I'm just like, Jesus! You know what movie I watched? The Kennedy Assassination. Yeah, I went to a private Christian school. Guess what I watched? Bible Man. Uh, uh, remember the Titans. I watched Remember the Titans several times. Yeah, <laughs> we did too. Don't worry. Uh, also facing the Giants. Sing the Giants? The Christian version of that. Yeah, we all talked good. all about the Christian movies. We, we watched, uh, 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 yeah, the week two on uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the one where the pre-fragile. subplot of the movie where the guy it just keeps shooting oh, blanks. Yeah. <laughs> He's just woefully incompetent. Yeah. Now, also another uh, actor in this film. God, let me fucking find him right now. I've seen him in something else. Immediately when I saw his face, I, I just my brain went. Like, couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I know like, the one. Oh, here, Austin, Austin Pendleton. Like, God, I've seen, what have I seen him in? Uh, uh, let's see, Christmas with the Cranks. Okay, Sergeant Bilko. Wow. Uh, I love Sergeant Bilko. Yeah, I've actually seen that. The Associate, Trial and Error. Wow, I haven't thought about that movie in years. Uh, does some voice work here? What is Austin this? Pendleton Finding Nemo? The, uh, chauffeur. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was a chauffeur in this, which uh, oh, turned out to have a lot more going on in this film than he just driving. He was a baddie. Yeah, he was a baddie. He was doing more than driving Miss Daisy around, let me tell you. Also, James <laughs> uh, Ribhorn, he was like, I, you know, a taller, older, balding man. He's been in like a bunch of movies in the 90s of like this stern, authoritarian figure. Never, never the main character, but he's always someone the main character has to like come up against like eh, you done fucked up so I'm after you he, he was also in uh, Independence and um the actor who played Uncle Vernon in Harry Potter uh, Richard Griffiths he plays the nurse in the yeah. in the movie uh, it took me a while to realize what his character was cause like oh here's this this uh this uh older British fella and it's like he's not the cook he's just kind of what's he doing <laughs> cause he's he's play for like a more comic book like he's just like this you know little foppish man who's hangs around he's like oh he's the nurse I'm pretty sure uh, Harry yeah. Lennox was also in it really uh, he was the the one black secret service agent oh yeah I was yeah. that is the youngest I've ever seen him in anything yeah like that's uh I want to say that was one of the, he's he was in bad boys that was his first thing in 83 and then the five heartbeats was his first major thing that was in 91 then he was in Mo Money. Then this, <clears throat> and then a bunch of other stuff like Love and Basketball. First time I saw him, uh, he was in Matrix and Reloaded, Matrix Revelations. Yeah, uh, Revolutions. Yeah, and he was also in Ray, the Ray Charles biopic. The, with, yes, he was. Uh, Jamie, the, the only time I've ever liked Jamie Foxx in a movie that wasn't Electro. <laughs> the second time, man, that movie is good. Ray is fantastic. Like, it is a damn good movie. Have you seen Get On Up? Not yet. No. You need to. Because that was, that's when I first saw, like, the first Chadwick Boseman movie I saw. Because I didn't see the Jackie Robinson one. Yeah. But I saw Get On Up because I love James Brown music. And, like, that movie's fantastic. And he's in that one. Yeah. It's damn good. Damn good, I tell you. Damn also, good. Also in Man of Steel. Yeah, he was going to be Martian Manhunter. Well, he was tech, yeah, I guess kind of sort of technically I sat through it so <laughs> I can tell these tales yeah I sat through the last hour of that I sat through the last what 30 minutes 
Yeah, I, I still find it hilarious. So just like the the <laughs> levels of like how people join the 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 Snyder Cut adventure. I hit play. <laughs> I mean, it was like what you, you came in what an hour in or the hour and a half hour. in? Oh, the last hour you came in an hour and a half in, right? Uh, nope. <laughs> you sorry. You caught me mid yawn. No, I was the last to come in. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I remember Joe literally just walked in the front doors. Oh, okay, sit sits down. But um but yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't get a lot to do in this movie. He has a couple of bits, but he's I mean, he's good. Yeah, cuz like there's a lot like, of like little 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 popsicle characters in there yeah. like they're not, you know, well-rounded, but you know, they're they're given enough little flair to be like, oh, okay. Like they're like she has a secretary who's just like very no meek and mousy and you know she's like uh, I'm even though I'm secretary I'm give the, this paper to the serpentate to, to read for her and then, but when Tess goes missing she's like you know please find her because you know no one else gave me a job or her uh, so it just sort of shows like how Tess while she is rather caustic up front you know she's no, sincere. Is he uh, very uh, personable? That character reminded me of the human embodiment of Piper, our dog. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, like, very if fair. Piper wasn't the human being, that would be her. It's really a very shy, quiet secretary. <laughs> Does that make Darwin Tess? No. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> just literally like barking orders quite literally <laughs> just like, Tess is like much like she's very quiet and like acerbic with her comments and she's not like a loud brash I don't know I think Darwin's Nicolas Cage just from a different movie <laughs> maybe like yeah. Vampire's Kiss or something yeah, more, more Manic Cage <laughs> which I mean we got a little bit of Manic Cage in this yeah, one yeah we got a little taste a little yeah. sprinkle sprinkle yeah, he Shiny popped bits. off or he popped one off later yeah. on oh movie. my god he did shoot a man's toe off like the like the the twists when we when the chauffeur is like in on some sort of plan to like kidnap Tess for for money, I suppose. We're not really given an explanation as to why. It's just like, I guess at the end of it's like, well, we're mostly through this movie. We got to put, you know. No, there there was a bit where they say a note was found in the car yeah. where the kidnappers wanted fifteen million. The two of you were getting food in the kitchen when that happened. Oh, it was a gelato break. Yeah, he like oh, yeah. described like everything that went down, and then that's when like. Answers are being sought after, and then just fucking foot digits getting removed in a hospital. Oh man, I, I, they're like, I mean, I will give this movie credit. This movie did go in a couple directions. I didn't see it going. Like, I will say that because I was expecting like her, her medical prognosis, like the tumor, to be more relevant, but it's not really. Nope, not yeah. at all. Not, not, a, not a fucking bit. Shit. Like, it, like, I figured Lone knows she's going to have, like, a seizure or some sort of spell. Because when she's, like, having her little, like, one-person picnic at the lake, okay, this is where she gets sick and we have to, like, rush her to the hospital. Nah, this is when the political intrigue starts <laughs> to, to turn in. Well, I mean, I imagine it was the tumor that made her fall asleep, which is why they put her in the car and the chauffeur saw his chance to drive off with her. Yeah. Because, like... Because uh, I just, like, okay, what, like, I was thinking, like, where is this going? Are, are we really going to try to... You know, make it like you know someone somehow snuck in with his back turned, and then no, it was it was the uh, the chauffeur. It wasn't like too big of a mystery, but like yeah, they definitely 
had a roundabout way of getting there. And like Tess, you know, she's a quick thinker. She took the the cigarette lighter and stuck the chauffeur in the neck. And like it was like her tell for you know the one person who pays attention when it really matters, Dickless Cage. So, <laughs> Put it all together. Yeah, because didn't they mention they found like a plastic syringe in like the back of the car or something? Yeah, they, they found a syringe in the car, and that was the chauffeur's uh, alibi. Yeah, and that he had been drugged by the actual kidnappers. Yeah, but because Tess attacked him with a cigarette lighter, then obviously uh, something was a little weird. Uh, this also reminded me, which I had forgotten, that there used to be cigarette lighters and ashtrays in the back of every like big car. Yep. Yeah, Just all over the place, everywhere. Not open back, back with this country smoked. <laughs> it is crazy to me thinking of how how smoking was so prevalent when I was a kid versus now. Yeah, because like yeah, I, I remember you know my parents' car having a cigarette lighter and you know there being you know a smoking section of McDonald's. Yeah, but you know they said no more cigarettes. That's right. It's like no more. No Obviously, more. This is still a less than like the sixties, where just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fog machine. Like there'd be like ladies, mothers be like smoking while they're giving birth. And you know what? Tess doesn't like smoking either. There's a bit where she's going grocery shopping. I mean, granted, she she does this just to get rid of her details so she can be alone. But she's just like, oh my god, someone's smoking in this grocery store. Someone is smoking in this grocery I store. And she was having a seizure. Okay, this is where the <laughs> and they just fucking they just fucking take off they're like violently looking for anybody i could just like imagine them like violently grabbing people by the shoulders like hey fuck, fuck. no okay just, just you like, got sick. No. just like goldberg spear just, just like a, the janitor is about to light his cigarette they're like just like tackle his ass to the ground man that that reminds me of my first fucking gig my first job uh as a grocery store and like one of the managers i shit like one day i'm working and he comes in just to shop. And I shit you not, he fucking sparks up a cigarette and is just just shopping and just smoking up everywhere. I'm like, hey, what's up, Mr. Arendelle? Oh, nothing. How you doing, Ken? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I just, I, I didn't know we were allowed to be doing that shit. I'm just, <laughs> but, I mean, God damn. We, we used to like smoke in the back until that was taken away from us. I don't know. It's like, it's like, well, I, I say us because like they were like, well, only the full timers can smoke. I was like, well, that's well, that's bullshit. I'm, I, uh, well, at the time you could smoke legally at eighteen. Now it's like fucking twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn this country taking away our cigarettes. <laughs> no, like just think about it. Like think about being a smoker. Like, uh, you know, a young smoker, mind you, but still, like being able to do it, and then like the next day they're like, hey. You know that thing you were able to do legally? You gotta not only stop it, but you gotta wait a couple more years till you can do it again. <laughs> but I, I just got my first cigarette yesterday. <laughs> Too damn mad. <laughs> they just take it from you and light it with your ID. They light your ID on fire and then light your fucking cigarette. With. I, also, I would love the bit if they just like took, they just like started like carting out all like the Marlboros and camels. <laughs> Into like a pile and just set it on fire in the God. middle of the city. It's like no more cigarettes, <laughs> even though it's just it, we just turned it into a giant one. Oh my God! But yeah, Tess says no to smoking. That's right. Yeah. Was that a campaign slogan? 
for her? I mean, probably. Her, yeah. I mean, if Nancy Rogan can have wife. Nancy Rogan? <laughs> Do not bring that devil into this, you bitch. No. Nancy no, Rogan says, say yes to elk meat. <laughs> Do not. Do not manifest that into my life. Now, I want the periscope to, to an alternate reality where Nancy Rogan is actually. I'm thing. just picturing Joe Rogan, but in a Golden Girls wig. Yeah. That's all I'm picturing. Thank you for being a douche. <laughs> or, or like, it's like Joe Rogan's actual mother. <laughs> Let me tell you about the nurturing capabilities of ayahuasca. <laughs> she, she's like, no more drugs, but only this weird like, DMT. It's like this fluid that's been like completely appropriated outside of its like culture for like fucking dipshit white people to like puke in a jungle and to become like spatially aware. <laughs> Nancy Rogan. Nancy Rogan. But the question is, is the throat game still that good? Uh, I don't not, think. Not it. after all those cigarettes. <laughs> But uh, how are we feeling about uh, Cage's performance in this movie? It was good. It was understated. It was believable. Yeah. Uh, he conveyed annoyance really well, but also restrained annoyance since he's a very dutiful uh, agent. You know, his dad. He says his dad was a cop, so yeah. it's uh, you know, ingrained in someone like that. So I, I thought it was really yeah. good. And the I, I thought his beleaguerness was very believable. Yes, he felt he seemed very beleaguered. Very much so. However, he he was a little too much of a stickler for my taste. Just like, ma'am, you gotta sit in the left side of the car. And I mean, to be fair, that is regulation. Yeah. And that was just like him just being a hard ass trying to like, because at this point, I feel he's still trying to get the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like at any means necessary. Like if I annoy her with my rules, she'll make me leave. And eventually that actually worked. You know, yeah. He, she made him leave. And then the president called, said, what the fuck? I will say, like, she, she, I don't know if this was intentional, but she looked slightly teary-eyed when she finally, like, gave in and, like, moved to the other side of the car because at least her eyes were, like, super glassy in that shot, at least. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the, like, <laughs> there's a moment where, like, after they have, like, like, a damn, big kerfuffle, like, I forget exactly where. Um, I think after she has her little getaway spree, um, Cage is just, like, so fucking fed up because he kind of had to embarrass himself. It's like, Lost president's <laughs> wife or president's widow in this fucking podunk town. And she shows up again and they get it all resolved. And just like, what the fuck, man? You're being such a ball buster right now. And like, and like it looked like Cage was sort of teary eyed just from just the sheer frustration of it. Mm-hmm. And they have like this sort of like quiet impasse. And it's just like, okay, fine, fuck off. It was a lot of really good, yeah, you know, sort of like like subtle acting in a lot of ways. Yeah. And then they shouted at each other. It was not subtle anymore. <laughs> but mean, then they went back to subtle. It's like quiet drama, loud drama. <clears throat> yeah, but it was it was good. I, I mean, like I really felt the connection between the characters. I mean, like I said, Shirley McLean did a great job in the movie. Oh, fantastic! Oh, yeah. She was the highlight of the movie for me. At Excellent. Least. Yeah. And uh, but and and that and again that scene where like like Cage was just done and was just like uh, just like at the end of the stairs was like I'm sorry I just I can't do it anymore. <laughs> and it was like shit. And then just everybody's just fed up and just done with everybody's shit. But then, drama. God, I still like that. Even though that was supposed to be like a twist and like you know, like the chauffeur did it. I mean, that that still was a little like, still felt like it came out of left field. 
Because I will say, like, like as slow as as slow as the first part of the movie was, like, okay, this is like you know, you know, kind of in like first year, but it's not like bad. I was kind of like, you know vibing whatever. Uh, but then, like when like the the crazy part starts to happen, it that's when it starts to feel like this feels kind of incongruent with the first part of the movie. But I know that like they needed some sort of stakes to sort of like make this you know. Okay, have like some sort of rising action, you know, after like an hour of just, oh, they hate each other, but they kind of like each other. <laughs> yeah. So like, it, so when they have like this whole big thing, like, oh, the president's wife, she's been kidnapped, and just just the the whole thing <coughs> where like she's buried underground in a yeah. box with a tube deep. Like, wh- how do they all? It's like just a level of effort that seems to be go through prove two people. It, it seems a little like this. It seems kind of farcical, even for this like kind of like fluffy movie. And then mm-hmm. it's like, and then like once they kind of have like you know they got her out. I kind of was kind of back with it, but then like that whole fifteen twenty minutes there felt a little weird. It's kind of like you know how in Gross Point Blank when the the whole plot with John Cusack's girlfriend's father comes in. And it's yeah. like it was somewhat set up before, but it still feels like it comes out of nowhere. Like it kind of felt similar to that to me. Yeah, like it, it kind of felt like it. If they just sort of had done something a little differently, but like I'm also kind of imagining like this kind of movie wouldn't be made today. Not because like anything like wild or inappropriate. It's just like I don't know if people would just sit for this long. Well, kind of like a like a like a like a just like a more like character like uh, like a bemused comedy. I, I mean, it would have to be like a A twenty four sort of thing. Yeah, like I or, just, or like or like one of the smaller like like you know how like Paramount and Fox have their own version of like a, like like, a more like quieter art film. <laughs> yeah, because like I feel like if they made this movie today, like they remade Guardian Test, it would be something like Ryan Reynolds. That's like the beleaguered, <laughs> like uh, Steve and then like uh, Sandra Bullock as the president's widow. Oh, so the proposal. Yeah, but like also, I'll, there's like a lot more gunfire. Like, like the whole last section is just straight up an action movie, where the first part is just like oh, just like I don't know, burps and farts and just like. <laughs> Just like I don't know, something stupid. Like I'm just like imagining, basically, what was the hitman's bodyguard's wife or whatever that fuck. Oh, that I'm just imagining that movie (laughs) slightly reconstructed because I figured that's what that movie would this movie would have to be today. Did you know that Nicolas Cage and Shirley MacLaine became good friends on this movie and co-adopted several animals together, including a zebra. Oh, roll tide. You know what? I I'm it. Hell yeah. I'm glad they became pals. I mean, you know, on and off screen. Also, she's still alive. She's yeah, 88. She's still kicking. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. Still kicking. Also, slight um, uh, crossover. Uh, the um, If I'm saying his name right, Tom uh, Baller, B-A-H-L-O-R. Uh, he played uh, John. He was one of the agents. And also in Con Air. Ooh. Yeah. Um, oh, and the Truman Show. Yeah. Okay. Lost Highway. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
and other things. The writer and director of this film is the one who provided the voice for the president. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was fun. That was an interesting voice. It was. I liked it. Yeah, it was a good voice. Like, Damn it. Voice. Quit. Quit saying no to that one. <laughs> just, just fucking that take her golfing, okay? That woman was a pain in the ass, but she's literally the glue that holds the goddamn country the together, whole boy. Country. That woman is just as important as Lincoln was, goddammit. Now say yes. <laughs> Don't cut her flowers up. <laughs> that oh man, that was a whole bit about the damn flower. <laughs> man. And it's like, I'm just going to break your rosebud and see if you say anything. And oh, well, I, I love, I, and I did love how she waited to the very last bit to be like, oh, now put my flower back <laughs> and have a good day. And like, then, like, damn. When, when it got down to like the, uh, the workhouse or whatever, and then she's like, oh, by the way, I need you again. Just, <laughs> it just, it's really sort of strange, just like how much political power. This woman has that she can flex at any moment. It's a little disconcerting. <laughs> I mean, it's just weird. Like, and, and like you said earlier, this is real. Like, <clears throat> like every president, um, they get and their family gets Secret Service yeah. protection yeah, for have, like how long? They have the option to have it. I I think for life. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Like, if you're you know a former president, you're kind of set. Like, you know, you can just you know do whatever. I mean, they. You, they get, they still get paid. They get like a stipend. They live off of. Although it's kind of, it's, although I'm also kind of imagining it's like U.S. president. Where are they now? Well, it's just like just just tawdry rag. It's just like oh, here's Jimmy Carter in a ditch. Mm. And he went back to peanut farming like a mongrel or something. So my next question: Who's voting for me? <laughs> I that's right. You heard it here first, everyone. Cannon's throwing his hat into the political ring. <laughs> I'm almost um, old enough to run for political office. Yeah, former, be. <laughs> former presidents and their spouses are eligible for lifetime secret service protection. Damn. Yeah. Or like they can just be like Tess and be like, you know what? Fuck off. Right. I don't want you here anymore. Because a lot of them, uh, a lot of them, from what I understand, went with private security instead. Hmm. It's like she did make like a, a passing remark about how she felt like it was an uh, and it, an excessive use of you know taxpayer funds for them to be like personally guarded to that level mm-hmm. for the rest of their life. And then she gets fucking kidnapped. And then just like, well, which is it now? You want the guard or not? And then fucking Jezbo, the fucking driver, just like I'm gonna. Turned national (laughs) society. Like, Jesus Christ, they called in. This movie turned into fucking The Fugitive, True Lies. Like, put it in a blender and just, boom, where is she? Just so many people, so many flashlights and helicopter suckers everywhere just looking for this woman. Just uh, helicopters. That's a trailer park boys bit. That's what Bubbles calls helicopters. Also, it was. Also, I'm gonna say it was really bizarre when Sherwood Clay started to do this weird, sexy stripper dance in front of uh, Nicholas Cage, like Jamie yeah. and Curtis did. Just start, just like twerking on Nicholas Cage's <laughs> fucking junk for no reason. So Shirley McLean invented twerking. In 1992, <laughs> apparently. First. I mean, the woman's a legend of a Hollywood. You gonna tell me she didn't throw it back every once in a while? Hell yeah. 
Uh, disclaimer, those scenes were not actually in the... Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> but it was fun to talk about, though. <laughs> Release the Cajun greatness cut. <laughs> it's just a scene from True Lies, but with just like a Photoshop hand of each other face just like floating over the footage. It's like oh, the bunch of Yes. Well, well, fuck, where's the leg- legacy sequel to True Lies? Because fucking Jamie Lee Curtis so fucking got it. Oh my we, god. If you've seen everywhere and everywhere everything everywhere all at once. Fuck it, Jamie Lee Curtis. He'll fucking throw down. If anyone here wants a sequel to True Lies, it's this guy. <laughs> I don't care how dumb it is. <laughs> Just like fuck. I mean, that was the whole bit, right? If if you've seen it, like they end up like, you know, uh, being agents together, so it's just like, hey, they're still doing it and they, they get called for like one more ride. That'd be fucking nuts. Hey, look, I it? just need some. Then the daughter gets in on it for some reason. But what would they call it? It would be it would be called truer lies. <laughs> True liars. <laughs> True lies. Twenty twenty three. True lies. Twenty forty nine. Harrison Ford shows up for some reason. <laughs> I'm an android, or maybe I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not committal in that way. <laughs> I'm Schrodinger's like, android. It's like this is I, my. I have android babies. It's like this is my impression of Harrison Ford uh, answering uh, that question. Somebody asked me that question real quick. Uh, that was, question. Is your character an android or not? Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how Harrison Ford just could not be bothered to give a shit about anything not. in his life except for that goddamn planes he keeps crashing. Yeah, he does keep crashing planes and surviving. Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, so also, I just saw something, Multiverse of Madness, but it's only actors who played presidential figures in movies. Okay. Oh, that'd be fun. See, it's, it's, like, it's like the presidential village, but it's just like the former... People who's played the president in the movies. Do they have to fight to the death? Uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make it a hunger game with the old people, we, sure. We got Bill Pullman. Kurt Russell wins. We all know that. Uh, uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Pullman, Terry Crews, Kurt uh, Russell, Harrison Morgan Ford, Freeman. Daniel Day-Lewis. Jack Nicholson. Uh, who was the one in that Channing Tatum movie? Is that Jamie Foxx? Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. It was White House oh, Down. Oh, uh, Morgan Freeman. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the Olympus's following? Harrison Ford. Olympus. We, we got to get Sean McClane in there. Yeah. Wait, I forget. Was it Aaron Eckhart or Morgan Freeman? Who was the president in those movies? I think uh, it flip flopped. Uh, no, I don't know. He he was the president. Morgan Freeman? No, no. You said I think Aaron, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. He was the president in the the first one, right? And the what? Whatever the goddamn. Olympus has fallen. Yeah, Olympus yeah, has fallen. Yeah. yeah, he was president. Because uh, okay, <laughs> what, what's his uh, what's his nuts was uh, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler was like his secret service yeah. agent lover or whatever. I didn't follow <laughs> that movie too closely. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first one not being fucking bad, but uh, damn, I'm trying to think of more presidents here. Uh, I'm just trying to think of silly ones though. Like let's say Jack Nicholson <laughs> from Mars Attacks. That would be uh, fucking funny. Mm. Um, but, but whose head are we putting on the Chihuahua's body? <laughs> Beverly uh, Hills Chihuahua. Oh, oh <laughs> bring it back! Oh my God! Like George Lopez, what are you up to like, these days? I remember what cast member from this movie are we putting on Chihuahua's body? Uh, whatever your flavor is. You know what? Make a test. 
Yeah. Could you imagine just like just barking? <laughs> See, that's the sequel. That's the sequel. How like you have a you have a pretty boilerplate movie, and then just the sequel is just butt fucking wild. It's like you, it's like Mister Douglas, secret agent man, uh, whatever. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Tess has been kidnapped, and she's had her head replaced with a dog. We have forty eight hours to put the swap the heads back. Man. But, but they have like her body with the dog's head just like yipping around like making bubble mm. appearance but it's all like covered up it's like <laughs> we gotta we gotta go save the president's wife's head so oh man basically what they wanted to do with Gladiator 2 yes man yeah. I'm saying, Gladiator 2 Gladiator 2 <laughs> Gladiator 2 have the guts the balls or the jizz to make your sequel Gladiator 2 level I wouldn't even Man, making a I, As soon as y'all fucking told me about this goddamn script, I I I dream about it. It's the it's the it's the last thing I see when I go to bed at night. <laughs> we need to get you part of the Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> so really, Scott, quit being a fucking coward. I'm gonna watch all your fucking movies on my phone until you make it happen, you bitch. And, he, and you know he's gonna fucking feel it. It's just like. Yeah. The, like a disturbance in the force. Just like someone's watching my movie on a goddamn phone. Fucking House of House of Gucci gonna be the first one I'm gonna go for. Was that a Ridley Scott movie? Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yes. God, God set that man straight. Oh my God! But yeah, Gladiator Two, make it happen, Captain. I'm tired of waiting. But but only if Russell Crowe has the House of Gucci accent through the entire thing. Like also like a, really, a really bad Italian accent the whole time. Also, he has to dress like his character in Nice Guys. I love that movie. It's a good I do too. I'm never seen it. Oh, speaking of, oh, we're gonna time. change that one. On Russell Crowe, I what's it called? Unhinged, where he plays like a crazy man. And they came like, out like what two years ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's like he it's like some mom and her kid. They like sideswipe on the road. He just gets like a fucking. Tear in his head. I'm gonna chase these people. I heard that movie is actually just butt fucking wild, and I really want to see it. I mean, that sounds like just Russell Crowe on a normal Thursday. (laughs) I mean, if South Park is anything to go by, it's like somebody getting sideswiped. It sounds like me driving in this town. Yeah, because no one knows how to fucking drive. Exactly. And the roads are in a constant state of construction. Yeah. How about this little patch over here just being down for like I don't know, like three days? And then then they got it done, I I guess. I was just like, well, shit, they're still fucking with the other way, but I can still make it to work, so. Yeah. But, guarding tests. Yeah. It's all right. It is all right by me, let me tell you. It was a fun time. It's all right. And make sure you put hashtag Secret Service uh, when we post this so all of our boys in Washington can get our listeners back (laughs) up, baby. (laughs) All right, Quantico, it's time to bump these numbers up. (laughs) We want to send a shout out to our FBI friends in Washington who listen. Also, we got a new batch of people who love us. Shouting out Tappahannock, Virginia. Hell yeah. Because we got like 140 listens from there in a day. Man. Ta- Shit. Tapioca, Virginia. I don't know what you... <laughs> Thank you, you crazy bastards. You know what? <laughs> j- j- uh, just because of this incident, Tappahannock, you're going on the AYCH cross-country tour coming 20 20 could you imagine us going on the road oh, taking this great. that I mean, would be hilarious literally the first stop Columbus Ohio then Tappahannock <laughs> <laughs> but we go to Ohio first then go back yeah. 
Hey, I've been meaning to ask. And have we also been get- Dublin. 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 Yeah, yeah, the three stops. Dublin, Ohio. <laughs> Shout out to the one guy in Dublin who listens. <laughs> hey, what up, dude? We don't know you, but we love you. <laughs> but uh, have we gotten any more like uh, comments on uh, like like Apple or anything? No, no, no reviews that I've seen that leaves any comments of any kind. Mm. That means they get, they're only swearing into comments. <laughs> You can't what see any of your about that. Keep it clean. It's like we can say fuck, fuck, shit, piss all day, but y'all got y'all got to keep it clean so we can read yeah, what you got to say. Do as we say, not as we do. Like we we don't have a lot of people just saying stuff about us or to us. We don't have a lot of Twitter interactions or social media interactions aside from you know. Yeah, I'm really glad people. we're just exposing this part of the business, brother. <laughs> so. I mean, like you know, if you guys, if you're listening, you know, you know, shout us out on Twitter. Say hi. Yeah, just hey, just drop us a couple of butt pussies, would you? Yeah, why not? Uh, just just throw a throw a fun gif up on the <laughs> social. Yeah, see, th- this socials. is what we need for Twitter interaction. We just fucking reignite the the gif gif conversation. Yes, like no, we don't. <laughs> no, like, it's done. It's over. It was settled ten years ago. <laughs> Man, all I know is I just just uh, I'm not asking for much. <clears throat> I just want us to get to that point where. Uh, if the Cage movie is good or not, it's like instead of the the Certified Fresh logo, it's the Cajun Greatness logo. It's like for all the ones that we like just super love. It's like you know what, Chris Black Certified Cage, Certified Certified Test, <laughs> Certified <laughs> Guarded, <laughs> Guarded Cageness, <laughs> Caging my nuts. We, we give it. Uh, three cage greats <laughs> out of yeah. Yes, but we'll workshop that. Guarding your test from know, a blast from a shooter. Right off the dome, I think it was pretty solid. <laughs> I love it. Well, I think that'll about do us for tonight. Oh. We're going to tie it off here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're done. I think we're good. <laughs> How long have we been going? Uh, 53 minutes. You yeah, know, that's pretty close. But yeah. by the time we, you know, did our, like, our, our wind-ups, we'll be done. Yeah. yeah we would add an hour. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's let's do the plugs and then uh, head on out, chop. JoJo, internet, find you. Where? People. Uh, they can find me on the tweeters at J O N I B O I twenty four and John Owenson twelve on the Gooba Gabi Gooba Gaba. Sure. <laughs> Don't forget to Gaba go that Gaba Giga wherever you can Gaba go. Yes, Pat. Yes. Uh, this is this has been Pat, and for the time being, it will stay Pat until I decide to say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name. And if you would be so kind to go check out the AYCH feed. We just released episode 263 back on this past Monday. And it is the fifth installment of the Letterboxd game. Boom! Great time. One of my favorite games. Very popular. Uh, inwardly and outwardly so. Where we try to guess... The, the movies from the good and bad letterbox reviews, and there's some spicy meat to balls on there. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> and I have been that canon guy. You can follow me at that canon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox, Goodreads, and TikTok. Somehow I am five followers away from 500 on TikTok. Woo-hoo! How is this happening? Yeah. 
I don't get it, but thank you, everyone. Hell <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Don't forget us on the way up, Ken. Man, as soon as I get that blue check mark, you'll never see my fat ass again. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. No, you got to drag us with you. <laughs> We're going to drag you back down with the bomb. I'm kidding. I would Let never us ride your coattails, damn it. I'm riding everybody. Tide, Come on, let's go, baby. Ships. Let's go. Are you kidding? I need people to do d- stupid dance routines. So let's go. If the bubble has taught us anything, Stupid dance routines hey, listen, for no good reason. If you, if you just do senseless horseshit on TikTok or anywhere else, you can get pretty far in but life. Just do not uh, say that people who drive big trucks have little wieners because TikTok does not appreciate that. No, they don't like facts. <laughs> <laughs> this should have said a disclaimer that what he's saying is fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking... I'm sorry. Let's end this shit. <laughs> you know what? I'm saying to hear TikTok is actually run by truckers. <laughs> it's just truck propaganda. I mean, there are truckers on there. <laughs> Trucker talk. Yeah, it exists. <laughs> Also, we, we, we want to also say this episode is sponsored by Lucky Strike Cigarettes. <laughs> Light one up today. No filter, no fucks given. Don't do that, kids. Don't smoke. Don't do it. Yeah, not d- good just, for just you. put the tobacco straight in your mouth. <laughs> don't, just, don't do that either. <laughs> I don't uh, ingest it. Well, Anally. Well, don't endorse God it. God damn it, Jimmy. I already bought like six packs of chaw for the fucking chewing tobacco taste test. Uh, hang on. I didn't agree to that. <laughs> Sorry. You're a lad now. You're roped in. <laughs> It's like they don't just they don't dip it they eat it though oh, they actually try it for flavor. I'm go- I'm going to I, sure, I, I hope to God you have an empty Mountain Dew bottle waiting at the house. <laughs> I prefer a solo cup with fucking paper towels in it. I hate everything about what you're saying. I'm sorry, my bad dips. It. It's like we got Christian, we got Kristen Bell coming off of this shit. So goddamn professional. Jimmy. <laughs> We gotta get it out now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> did you think did you think Christian Bell will ever lose her jaw? Maybe it's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's happened to other people. That's just scary. Yeah, yeah. I had a teacher who said that uh, he had to get part of his tongue soldered off because of that shit soldered. Yeah. Yeah, he went down to Michaels and had it taken <laughs> care of. <laughs> like, like they took a torch and burnt like the. Took a lightsaber to his mouth. Got yeah, it. basically. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Good night, Babs. And I have been Captain Shimmy. You can find me <laughs> Captain Shimmy's. <laughs> Captain Shimmy's kind of art. Captain Shimmy's almost music. Captain Shimmy's toy box. Also at the comic strip here in Tuscaloosa. You can find our merch store at tpublic.com slash user slash caging greatness. Also check us out on the social medias. Leave us some fun comments. No hate speech, though, please. We're watching you. Yes, please. Uh, again, shout out to Tappahannock, Washington, and Dublin. We love you guys. Uh, and everyone else, too. You're okay, but you, know, you got to pump those numbers up. <laughs> and we will see you next week for The Weatherman with a special guest who's never been on the show before, our friend Jeremy. Nice. It's going to be good. Hell yeah. It's going to be a good this time. Is, this has been just a speed bump in the month of special guests. Hey, look, special guest JoJo, special guest Cannon, special guest Pat. But, hey, fuck off. You didn't say anything about me being here. What the <laughs> hell? What's going on? If we, I don't, if we don't acknowledge his split personality, then I've we'll been, go away. I've literally just been sitting here knowing to say a fucking word to him. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. shit. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. I love you, Frank. Giga.
How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence.